11.05 p.m. on a Sunday. Austin and Taylor have just returned from the AFC Championship game where the Chiefs have reclaimed Arrowhead Stadium from the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. And if we sound a little disheveled, a little... I don't even know what the word for it would be. Shot. Shot. It's because we are. We've been at the stadium for 11 hours. We drank a single hot chocolate each (laughs) the entire time that we were away from the house due to some poor planning on our part. But it was all worth it because the Chiefs have defeated the Bengals and are going back to the Super Bowl for the third time in five years. Absolute, unbelievable time. Um, You and I were just emotionally drained from this game. Just, we were anticipating it. We kind of went back and forth. I know I certainly did. Beginning of the week, I kind of felt like the Chiefs were pretty screwed with the injuries and stuff. Got some good news about Pat. Kind of felt like, oh, this game might turn out to be a Chiefs blowout. Then the Kelsey news, you know, Friday, last play of practice. He's questionable for the game, and now I'm starting to really freak out. But we make it through. We want to talk about kind of where we were at um, emotionally throughout this game. I'll start with when the game started, I was back to being hyped as hell. Like, of course. Because we watched Kelsey warm up. We did. And, and, and Patrick warm up. Pound his chest. Looked every bit like... We also saw him run, or I saw him run the lateral play yeah. in practice. And thought he was screwing It around. was like the last play of practice, <laughs> and I thought he was just tossing the ball because it's the end of practice, and that's what you do at the end of practice is you toss the ball around. Well, maybe he kind of hit it And that like may that. have been what yeah. he intended. That may yeah. have been where he got the idea to do it in the game. Yeah. But and we that, knew he was going to play. We were hyped as hell for that. We got up to our seats. Our section was hyped as hell. And the first half of the game, was despite hard. the fact that the Chiefs had a narrow lead, felt like a blowout. I mean, the Chiefs were dominating the first half of this game. The vibes were, I tweeted at half, immaculate. I, yeah. I told everyone to chill out yeah. because whatever you, whatever you naysayers were saying on Twitter, it felt... Like we were going to win the game and go back to the Super Bowl. And there was no question at all about what the end result of the game was going to be at halftime. We were right by Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat Joe was rocking it. He, he sounded did. like shit. He did. The stadium, the stadium sound system at Arrowhead is Awful. absurd. Awful. It's like a giant boombox at one end of the stadium. It, it doesn't make any sense. No. In this case, they added some boomboxes like on the, on the field. field. They do it that. Just, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, it, it's a poor It setup. was absurd. But in any case... The Chiefs were going to win this game at halftime. And getting home to Joe Burrow was the key to the game. That was where you and I talked about in the car on the way you to the stadium. You said four sacks. You wanted four I sacks. I needed four sacks. I said bare minimum if the Chiefs are going to win this game, they need to hold on to the ball, which other than the weird, fluky Mahomes fumble, I mean, they did a great job controlling. You know, the, none of the position players fumbled. We didn't have any kick return fumbles or anything like that. So hold on to the ball. Get home to Joe Burrow. I mean, that was... That was it, and the the three first quarter sacks. So not only did they accumulate them throughout the game, they started off with a bang, and they shut down the the Cincy offense early, and they kind of, I think they forced Cincy, you know, to recognize that like, all right, Chiefs defensive line came to play, the backup offensive linemen are struggling. We got to kind of switch to a full quick game plan and. The, the outside the number throws. Yeah, they, the number of times they dumped off to the running back in the flat. And yeah. then the Chiefs made the tackle. And the Chiefs never missed a tackle in this game. I mean, they, the defense, we got we to gotta just shout out, and we will do our full game recap with the systems and the, 
awards and all that stuff later yeah, on this week. But we're just are back and this we, is our emergency. We pod. have an outline. We're just sitting here in the yes. living room. Yes, talking, Austin talking came ball. in to Kansas City, so we are in my living room talking about this. It was the defense balled out. They, you know, with scoring twenty three points for this Chiefs offense. Not only is it a bare minimum for what they've usually done with Mahomes, but like. Not often has it been enough to win the game. Right. And, and Spags was on it. He had... He was in his bag, man. He was. The The game plan was great, and the execution was even better than the game plan. I mean, the execution was unbelievable. Yeah, and I think for me, you know, circling back to the vibes of this game, even throughout the second half, I, I'm not going to say that I never wavered at all, but... I appreciate your positivity in the second half. I you was were so much more positive. I was, than I was loud the whole game, and the yeah. stadium was loud the whole game. Yes. And loud when they were in the Electric. huddle, and loud when they broke the huddle and they were at the line. And I think that the stadium obviously had a huge impact. But the defense was playing great, and for me, the confidence that I had in that she's winning this game came from the defense and how the defense was playing. No missed tackles. You know, getting pressure on the quarterback, heating him up. And when they were making plays, it was plays that didn't weren't they weren't big plays. I mean, yeah. like a handful. Obviously, the <coughs> touchdown to T. Higgins was a great play. A hell of a play by Higgins. The yeah. play to to Jamar Chase fourth and six. into double coverage fourth and six that ended up you know tying the game up. A couple of plays later was a hell of a play by Jamar Chase. But other than that, I mean, those two guys they're going to make plays, and the Chiefs made a ton of plays of their own. And you know, I I just think like. At the end of the game, I still had confidence that the defense was going to make a stop. And they gave up that third and 16 conversion where Joe Burrow scrambled and picked it up. And that was probably the lowest point of the game, was when you have third and 16 to essentially get the ball back and go down and get it. And he picks it up. Or, excuse me, that, that was might, the bomb to... Yeah, uh, sure, on the sideline, yeah, right? Yeah, the, right? Yeah, you're right, you're right. But he also scrambled a couple times. They just, converted, they've converted several long third downs, which... You know, when you have a skill position group the way that the Bengals do, let's talk about the difference between the weapons that were available to the Bengals to use versus the weapons that were not available for the Chiefs to use. I mean, absurd. And I was going to say, that reminded me of my other point. Yeah. I mean, the defense lost Legereus Sneed early yes. in this game. Yeah, I and mean, Willie Gay in the second half. In I mean, the first quarter of this mm-hmm. game. And when you, you talk about matchups and how this team was going to play against Boyd, Higgins, and Chase. And you say, okay, you're going to not have Legereus Sneed for <laughs> three quarters of the game. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. the Chiefs lose this game. They should have lost this game. They should have given up more than 20 points in this yeah. game. It's crazy. But the Tyreek Hill trade brought with it depth, depth at cornerback. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, the Watson and Williams. I've got mean, some dogs in them. They do. They, they came to play. And this was their, we talked about this before the game. We tried to come up with how many Chiefs players were on the 2019 Chiefs roster. You know, how many of them actually, because you can say the Chiefs are used to this, but really for many, many, many of these players, this was their first or second taste at a big game like this. And the last one that they had, they lost. And the, you know, we had 10 Chiefs that we named off the top of our heads that were starters in 2019. And we'll have to go back and check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's around. But it's not. It's about a fifth of the roster, give or take one or two. Right, right. 20% of the roster. And for the number of guys on this squad 
that hadn't been there, that stepped up in a monster, monster situation against a great football team, a great team. I mean, the Bengals are nasty. They are, They're despite all the talking and all that, and how much we hate them. Huge props. So we got to talk about how much we wanted this game. Yes. Um, I think part of my emotional distress in this was just <laughs> the sheer magnitude of how much I wanted this. I have, you know, we've seen two Super Bowls in the last four years before this, and I wanted both of those games very badly. But I didn't realize that I didn't want them as bad as I could, as bad as I've ever wanted anything. I thought it was the case, but then when this game came around, and I just thought, if we don't win this game, I mean, we had to. We just had to win it. It was a tipping point in the AFC. We talked about this with Randy on the podcast last week. In terms of the big L, capital L, legacy game, I mean, this meant so much. I mean, the whole idea, the whole idea of calling Stadium Burrowhead after one overtime win in one playoff game <laughs> yes. was obviously laughably absurd. But had they beaten us in back-to-back AFC Championship games in our own stadium, they legitimately could have renamed it Burrowhead Stadium. Yeah. All right, that was what yeah. was at stake here. Yeah. They would have gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. They probably would have gotten the shit beaten out of them by the Eagles because, let's face it, the Eagles would have just eaten Joe Burrow for lunch. That's right. As the Chiefs defensive line did as well. But, I mean, there just was so much on the line. And for us to be in the stadium in the fourth quarter of a 2020 tie game with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, it's crazy how much that means. Uh, I mean, even in the, you know, obviously the Tom Brady Super Bowl. We talked about it on this podcast, how much that one meant. But it was pretty clear pretty early on that that game wasn't going to go our way, and we just had to move on. And, you know, you had to tip your hat to Tom Brady. And in a way, it it was always inevitable that, you know I mean? Like, had we won that game, it's like we had a shot 15 years down the road of dethroning Tom Brady's legacy, right? Like, you still would have to win four more, you know, to be in that conversation. It was a long game. But losing this game to the Bengals and to Joe Burrow – and, and going in an 0-2 hold of them in the playoffs and letting them go to back-to-back Super Bowls would have been a disaster. And it almost was. It almost was. Uh, before we keep going, you will now hear a version of me that was recorded earlier before I screamed at Arrowhead about DraftKings. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to the Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, we talked a little bit about what the defense did stepping up at the end of the game, but the offense still had to win it. And, you know, as soon as they got the stop and forced the punt, you know, it was... Oh my God, Sky Moore, hold on to the ball. Yeah, don't fuck this up. Hold on to the ball, (laughs) and we at least are sending this game to overtime. Yes. And remember, the overtime rules changed this year. Yep. And both teams would have gotten the ball in overtime, and the Chiefs were running out. (laughs) Marcus Kemp. Yeah, Marcus Kemp played 50% of the snaps on offense. Marcus Kemp was practically wide receiver one. MVS was one. MVS was a dog today. MVS MVS had his best game as a Chief. 
absolute the stretch for the in, first down the biggest, that they called in the biggest moment on the biggest stage when he needed him because the other guys and this were all is down. His first Super Bowl, yeah, absolutely. For but I mean, but the Chiefs had were so down, so thin at the wide receiver. They were position. down extremely bad. They ran three tight end. Basically, the whole second half. Sure. Basically, they and had thank God, else. Fortune at least was, you know, I mean, he didn't make a catch, but like, the Juju they could, was out. They had some bodies. Tony was out. They just McCole didn't have. McCole tried to give it a go. McCole was out on the last drive. But I think he right, may have if, taken one snap on the last drive. That if you go back but, and forth with the Bengals in that, in an overtime environment where oh, the mean, first score doesn't win, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a but, nightmare. But so, punt to Sky. They punt to Sky more. After his previous return, even though it got backed up, was. The it best was return he had had as a Chief until this one. But you're relying on the special teams, which, by the way, if you saw NFL Network's tail the tape. Yeah, they <laughs> voted for special they, teams. They gave the Chiefs the edge at special teams. Well, they knew what they were talking they about. they were talking about. Uncle Dave. They, gave, they gave the Bengals the edge at quarterback, running back, yeah. pass catchers, sure. and defense. Yeah, yeah. They were wrong about that, but they yeah. were right about the special teams they were. because they were. the Bengals again kicked a sky more. He actually caught the ball, and he basically put the Chiefs I mean, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw away from from field goal range. I and that say was when they started we were at the forty-five. Yeah, like I mean, and that was when we were obviously everyone in the stadium was freaking tight out. buttholes. I mean, just like freaking out. The minute the ball went in the air, it mm-hmm. goes into his hands, and then when he gets out, when he gets out of bounds with at the thirty seconds left, with thirty seconds left, two or three timeouts, two, two, timeouts, two timeouts left for the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, I mean it was like we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then we're gonna the go Chiefs, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're I mean, gonna go. Well, well, then we're gonna win. Okay, it, all right, yeah, then yeah, we're yeah, gonna win. Yeah. It. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The Kelsey Bowl will be a battle. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that in a second. Yeah. But I mean, the Chiefs then had third down. I mean, they they didn't they didn't move the ball and they weren't in field goal range. And you and I were standing like. If we don't get this, Gotta punt. do you have to punt? Gotta like, punt. what do you do? Yeah. You, you can't go for it because then they they still have a timeout left. Yeah, they have, if you miss a 57-yard field goal, they get the ball at midfield it, with a couple plays with to a, go beat. At least two plays to yeah. probably get in the field goal range for McPherson, who has a huge leg Long. and has made yeah. some big kicks. Yes, money match. So it was yeah. everything. Yeah. Everything was on the line in this play. And Patrick Mahomes. Makes a play he's to send the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. He does go I stuff. Mean, that's that's exactly what it is. He's on a bum ankle. He hadn't run. He had run to pass, and he tried to scramble. And he aggravated his ankle. In the and he aggravated. Year. He was hopping I mean, around. I mean, we from from the stands didn't quite get some medical reports and some stuff and know exactly how serious everything was. But we definitely knew that he aggra- aggravated the ankle, and he just wanted it more than the Bengals did. That's and, what it comes down to. And he's rounded the corner. And it looks like there's no way, you know, he maybe is going to be two or three yards short and they could go for it on fourth. Right. But then he turns that Tyree Kill speed on and just, just hits the first down. And then the the late hit, which was obvious, definitely late hit. I mean, I know that. Yeah, we've watched the replay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I wasn't sure. Now, I actually sure. was kind of hoping, I told you, I kind of hope the late hit is bullshit because the Bengals sure. deserve to have their hearts ripped out by and the think refs. about this forever sure. by the refs. I mean, that was... They, you deserve know, they deserved every bad thing that could happen to a franchise. Correct. I mean, they. We also talked about Still their ringless. main chant. Still ringless. By their the way. main chant is who they think going to beat them Bengals, and they've never won a Super Bowl. Everyone's beaten them. Everyone's they've never gone them. through a season and been like, "Well, nobody beat us. Who they think going to beat the Bengals?" Like you can't. This so, team talked an unbelievable amount of shit for a team that has literally never won anything. Yes. And didn't win anything last year and didn't win anything this year. Yep, that's right. And they deserved every single thing that came to them. And the 15 yards then, a 45-yarder into the wind, 
I mean, that's for a kicker that's had his. So the and so let's Sky not forget Moore, that the Chiefs punted on the previous drive when they passed up a fifty-four. Fifty-four. It, people yeah, were saying yeah. it was a fifty-four yarder. Sure, we didn't, yeah. we didn't quite get the we yardage. We didn't quite from get it our from vantage our vantage point, point yeah. in section three fifteen. <laughs> up by Fat Joe and the drummer. Shout out to section three fifteen. They were dogs up there. Oh my god, unbelievable um, dogs. So then, so you have the two, and Andy talked about this post game. The two guys, other than Pat that really, really saved the bacon at the end were Sky's return and Bucker's kick. Literally and the worst special teams unit of Dave Tobe's career. Yeah. The worst special teams unit in and Andy Reid's tenure. And, and I mean... And not even close. Yes, And right. those two guys, Bucker by his absence and Sky Moore by his presence, yeah. cost, <laughs> that's good. cost the Chiefs the Colts game. Yeah, I that's mean, right. They did. They absolutely That's did. it. That so, was one of the Chiefs... Three losses this year in the regular and season. By far the most And by far the most and, yeah. inexplicable and yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. And they won the game for the Chiefs. So, the Chiefs win the game. We win the greatest, the game that we've wanted to win the more than any life. other game. Yeah, we, we won, won the, the game. game of life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Shout out to Mar. Um, so now we've got the Eagles. We've got the Kelsey Bowl. We've got Andy Reid versus the team he spent 14 years with. Um, all these records that Andy breaks with like 10 playoff wins with two teams. Half of his life was here and half of his life was with the Eagles. I mean, he's a legend there. And I can't speak for Eagles fans, but I want to say that both teams feel kind of a sense of relief about if if they're not going to win the Super Bowl, Yeah, we both would rather the other team be the other team that wins the Super Bowl. I think there's been a connection with the Kelseys. There's been a connection with Reed. And, I mean, quite frankly... The Eagles are my second favorite team. Always sunny. There's yeah, a lot of great. Of go birds. You know, yeah, go birds. There's a lot of great connections with that team, and they're fun, and they don't talk shit, and they don't have any reason to root against them. Really, Jalen Hurts, despite I mean, he's been great this year. He's gonna be like, the runner up in the MVP voting, and probably, and he has but... no currently has no claim to any type of quarterback no. thrones. And I mean, he's he's a good player, and he's and the Eagles should be thrilled that they have Jalen Hurts. And they should be thrilled that they play in the NFC because he's yes. the best quarterback in the he, NFC. He is. He is. And that's the, the eighth like best the quarterback fourth, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah right. he'd be like the fourth best quarterback in the AFC yeah, generously. Right. right. So, Chiefs play the Eagles. The Eagles get after the quarterback tremendously. But, I mean, the Chiefs protected Patrick Mahomes on a bum ankle they were really, great. really well. They I were mean, really they good were against a good Bengals. Against pressure. a really good pressure, pressure that the Bengals have had the Chiefs' number and they in have. the pass rush. I mean, they yeah, really they bottled up Mahomes the way that no one else can. So that's an interesting matchup. Obviously, I would have thought the Chiefs' cornerbacks against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith would be a really tough matchup. But, like, they just handled the best wide receiver core, better than the Eagles, in the NFL. And... A quarterback that I would say is a bigger threat to pass the ball. Now, Hurts yeah. does some stuff running. Yes. But, you know, and their the offensive defensive line. line yeah. The, yeah. The and Eagles offensive line. Led by line Jason is, Kelsey. I mean, they are, they are three pro animal. bowlers on that offensive line. It's going to be a battle in the trenches. But I don't think the Eagles are that set up if the Chiefs can get some plays on the outside of the numbers and, and kind of some passing game stuff. Like, they're fine there, but they're definitely – that's not the strength of their team. So – We'll get into all the matchup stuff. Um, two weeks from now, the Chiefs are going to be playing in the Super Bowl again for Pretty the cool. third time in four years Pretty and exciting. the third time in five Patrick yeah. Mahomes seasons. Pretty great. Pretty great, as great as it gets, in a rebuilding year where they trade away Tyreek Hill and the AFC loads up and the Chiefs are still here. They're still AFC champs. Let's talk about what the pod plan is for this week and next week. So we're gonna have Randy Giserly back on. This is going to He's be fired up for it. This is gonna be our second year with Randy, and we had plans to have Randy on last year. 
the Bengals spoiled those plans, and we sadly bade him goodbye after the historic win over the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round. Yep. Now we got to have him back on to recap an AFC Championship game win and Preview. a trip to the Super Bowl. And I don't know if he's got anything in the chamber for the ringer, but you know we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll if talk he, to him about it, yeah. we'll certainly see if he's got anything to write. We have now a bye week for the team to hopefully get healthy because my God, this game Jesus was, Christ, this game was a bloodbath. And we we barely even mentioned that, but my goodness, this was an absolute Sneed and an Day absolute and Juju game. and Kadarius and um, I'm Chiefs I'm need missing. to get some of those guys back. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt it'll be a repeat. Obviously, the Tampa Super Bowl, but the Chiefs need to get some weapons back, and hopefully, they will do that. So we will be talking to Randy this week. Um, later in the week, we'll have. Uh, do you want to do the mailbag this week? We probably should because it's the bye week, and sure. that tends to be right. our bye week mail mailbag episode. So we'll do an official Twitter call for mailbag questions. But if you have mailbag um, questions, yeah, yeah, hit us up to... on the Discord. Hit us up on Twitter. Absolutely. If you have receipts, we should probably do some kind of receipt. A receipt. We segment. should. We yeah, should yeah. do a receipts airing. Yeah. Uh, sure. Because. This one, I know we all enjoyed it, and you and I have not had as much chance to enjoy it because the cell reception when you're sitting yeah, in the air driving and we were, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bummer, but we're boy, gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna be on Twitter all day tomorrow. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be enjoying it all week, and we know you will too. So send us those receipts if you've got some good ones. We'll shout you out on the podcast. I got to give a shout out to a couple of our listeners. So we had our guy Josh True Green Thumb, yes, who hooked us up with the uh, the Z Men. Yeah. In the parking lot, got to say hi to him. I know you've been to some games with him. Yeah. That was amazing. He's the best. Big caw to him. Yeah. Our guy Dennis, DPO and Jay. We yeah. met him at the stadium. He made the drive in from St. Louis. He's probably still driving back to St. Louis now. Yeah. But hopefully he'll get to listen to this podcast. We got to meet him and got to say hi with, to him. Got to meet up with Rob, KSU Wildcat twenty six. We took Ka-ka! a Ka-ka! We took a picture with us that he said his wife would love. So shout out to Rob and your wife. And your wife. Uh go Chiefs, obviously. Uh just a just an unbelievable experience Can't and night. Here. we have been to playoff games we had never been to an afc championship game can't believe we get to talk about the chiefs we've done it since they won the first super bowl we're gonna keep doing it for as long as we possibly can and uh more than any time we've said it since before we started the podcast it is always sunny in chiefs kingdom